Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Hi, Rockstars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I'm your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach, trainer, and strategist for about 20 years now. I'm the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., which is a coaching practice specializing in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. If you're wondering, I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that I founded a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. But don't worry, we'll talk about that a little more later. Most importantly, like all good things, I didn't do it alone. I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of our tenured experts, a number one best-selling business author, as well as a number one international best-selling author in her own right, Becky Norwood. Yay, the crowd goes wild. Come on, let's boop it up. <laughs> She's got her thumbs dancing up in the air. I love this. <laughs> okay, so Becky Norwood, you and everybody should pay attention to this. She guides and inspires authors in the making with their wisdom stories and expertise to the world. And how she does this is because she wants, not how, why she does this is because she wants them to use their book to grow their business. And I know we're going to unpack that in a moment. So I'd like to start with saying, welcome, Becky Norwood. Oh, it's my privilege to be with you, Maggie. It's always just such a joy. I love how we can connect and just have these awesome conversations. And you, are, you shine in your own light. You're just amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. But I, I want everybody to know that not only is Becky this great author times multiples of number ones, she also has a publishing house and she produces number one best-selling authors. Becky, how many have you gone ahead and co-created no, somebody asked me that the other day and i know it's over the 250 mark but i don't go far over I kind of like i just keep churning them out and you know what is amazing is right now my business is just growing exponentially and i think it's because of the time we're living and that people um that perhaps didn't have the time to put a book together are, are taking the time to do it because we they need it as a tool for for exposure for their business and they're taking the time to get it done so it's pretty amazing what's happening oh i <clears throat> i would imagine you are super busy right now with what pretty you exciting. do because people have time to slow down and say yeah i really need to get my message out right now yep absolutely and they have time to be with it so i love that and and uh i'm so glad that our book series is part of your number one awesomeness I am too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about that because we're interviewing you because you were a co-author in volume two of our book series, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, 
fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. And volume two is, if anyone goes and looks like, um, we're all over the place, but easy find is on Amazon. And if you go to Amazon, you'll see we have several different books. The volume we're referencing today that Becky penned a chapter in is volume two with the emerald green cover. Okay, so that's really important for everyone to know. So Becky's chapter was titled Spotlighting Yourself as an Undeniable Expert in Your Industry. And that's exactly what she does. She helps us spotlight ourselves. It's, if, yeah, it's a big, big, important thing to do because we need to learn ways to really get exposure for what we stand for. And a book is a wonderful way to do that. It is. And we need experts like you sharing your wisdom to help us navigate and innovate these transformative times. Uh, and I know our time is tight. So I'd like to just dive into some questions that I have for you. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Because <laughs> I know you're going to unpack all your awesomeness as we go through this. <laughs> <laughs> and our listeners are going to be like, oh, cool. I should probably be doing this. Um, so let's start because when we are creating a book or, or we've written a book or we even read a book, there's always a story in that book. Even if it's a teaching book, there's a story that's created through that, right? So why are you so passionate about sharing, helping people share their stories? I think it boils down to the, the fact that there's not one of us that have lived on this earth that don't have a story of something that, that totally rocked our world that really took us down to the depth of, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to come out of this, to being the person that we are, who we evolve into being. And and it, it, it's the fiber of what makes us successful today. But at the time this happens, it's not always very fun. It's not something that, that we think we can even get out of until we, somebody has shared, us, shared their story with us and we realize we're not alone. We realize that, that we can overcome and that we can rise above. And through that process, we become a leader too. You know, it's so, so very important. I have a couple of quotes that I want to, that I created. I think I'm really genius, so I have to share them. Okay, go for it. <laughs> it says, the, the only real failure in life is a failure to grow from what we grow through. Change empowers us to see life's transitions as opportunities for growth and provides not only the keys for shaping our lives today, but also hope for transforming our world into a place of greater love, peace, connection, and wholesomeness. And my new tagline has become, I believe every human being has treasured gifts the world is just waiting to experience. <laughs> and through this, I, I kind of was laughing at myself this morning because I was been really busy lately and my desk has gotten a little messy and I've moved this piece of paper and I had written something down and it says as storytellers we can break shame cycles change the direction in which we are headed as a society and make waves we can rock a few boats and raise a lot of eyebrows <laughs> but the reason I'm I'm bringing this up is that there's a there's a there's a role that 
we as humankind, storytelling's been at the fiber of humanity since the beginning of time. And I've also observed um, when we could used to go out and eat dinner, <laughs> that the families would sit around the table and everybody in the family is on their cell phone. And it alarms me because I think that there's a certain power in passing on stories to others. And there's a certain strength that comes from being able to share those stories with the world in powerful ways. Because as we step up and do that, we change the world. And to oftentimes, when, no matter what kind of business that we are in, usually it's that story that made us succeed at what we are doing. No matter what kind of business we have to, if we're using a book as a tool, we have to incorporate our stories to, to help people understand we're real, that we know what we're talking about, that there's somebody beyond the story. And in fact, in many of the books that I publish, I encourage my authors to, to incorporate a little bit of video clip in, into the book. Uh, and the reason I do that is so that people read more than the words. They get to know the flavor of the individual that is actually behind this, those words. Cool. Okay, so when we share our stories, we have a great impact on other people's lives, right? Absolutely. That helps them wherever they're at and sometimes it's just like yeah I'm, I'm i'm in a good place right now you know because sometimes we don't need to change everything <laughs> which just sounds so funny sometimes we don't need to change everything no we don't no but maybe we need we need also a little encouragement to realize that there's a, maybe a fresh perspective, a different, something different, a different viewpoint. And one little thing that is said, whether it's in a book or from the stage or on a podcast like what we're doing today, can transform exactly where you are. I agree with that 100%. That's how I roll. I'm all about that, creating that change. <clears throat> um, so th this is really beautiful because even the point of, oh, this is a confirmation that I'm on the right track. Well, that supports the change, right? Yes. So it, this is really beautiful. I believe every human being has treasured gifts. The world is just waiting to experience. That, that tagline has, it was interesting because I, I actually started working with a coach to really refine my own message. And when, when this came to be part of my tagline and I use it when I speak, I use it when I in networking, I watch people's faces and it resonates, it catches them because it makes us realize, look at our world today. Our world is since not just our communities and our own country, but the world in general is in a turmoil. And, yes. and I think it's making people in general, those who really want to strive for, for goodness and for making a difference in the world, it's making all of us pause and reflect and really refine who we are as individuals and to find ways that we can step up and, and be the leaders that we need to be, really impact our world and make a difference and show, give others the, the, the realization that they too can do the same thing. 
Becky, you were talking about leaders. You've mentioned the word leaders a few times, and, and that makes sense if we're helping people transform, we're leading. Whether we realize we're a leader or not in that circumstance, we are, right? And I heard somebody say, if you've done something I haven't, you're a leader to me. Absolutely. And I yep. think sometimes we forget that when we think leaders, we think big, you know, like masses of people are following them. But what if it's just one-on-one, -on -one, like reading through a book? It's a, it's a one-to-one -one experience through the book. Is and and it can be, it can be through the one-to-one -one experience of a book, and the taking the opportunity to to share in a podcast, taking the opportunity to talk to your neighbor, mm -hmm. taking the opportunity to communicate with those that we, whether we're standing in the line at a grocery store, or anything else. That that's what I might mean by being a leader. It's not. I mean, there are people there, the huge gurus out there that are everywhere, and that's beautiful, and I learn from the best of them. Right. But, but at the same time, it, it, we're leaders in a many different ways, whether we find something we read because somebody took the time to talk about it, and it helps us to raise our children better, to find a different way to speak to our children or to our mates. There's a many, this is so many layers to it that, that the words are so important that we choose to write and the choose to speak, to inspire, because we have all learned. There's none of us that haven't gone through messy, rough patches that <laughs> we didn't think that we, you know, but we also have gone through triumphs and inspiring aha moments. Mm -hmm. And we take it, it becomes our superpower if we let it. Exactly. If we let it, if so, if we allow it to be, so if we allow our stories to go ahead and impact others' lives, we all win. Absolutely. Okay. So, do you have a story or two about how authors have impacted others' lives? I do. I have so many, and honestly, I, I work. Oh my God. I work with some of the most amazing, incredible people. And in fact, I'm working with um, a cardiologist right now. And his book is so full of stories because he's been able to take individuals that have been given like a week to live and 10 years later, they're alive. Oh yes, that would be transformation. <laughs> Yes, but he uses storytelling throughout his entire book to help bring home. And he also, I mean, this book is like fascinating because he has images of the different devices that they use in the heart to help a person that has had really difficult heart problems, things I've never known. And it's so educational, but he didn't, what he did not do is just make it all facts and figures. Mm. What he did do is bring to life these real to life stories to help you understand, you know, what these people were facing, where they, where they are in life. But what he did was weave in their life situations where they were facing anger and hurt and all these other things he feels directly related to their heart issues, the emotional uh -huh. aspect of it. And that's how he's woven it in. He's from India. Um, he had an incredible backstory himself. Um, he wants his book launch on Gandhi's birthday. Birthday, 
Oh, you know, so wonderful. I mean, it's just amazing stuff. But then my other authors, um, one of my very, very first authors, the name of this book is, his name is David Knapp. Um, name of his book is, I didn't know what to say. Mm. And this man had lost two wives to cancer. His first wife, he had four children. She got, was very, very ill and died of cancer. He got remarried to a woman with four children, <laughs> whose children were the same ages as his own children. Within a couple of years, she got sick and passed away with cancer. Oh. And he, he tells the story of how alone and devastated he was and people didn't call. People just didn't know what to do. But if mm. he did, they didn't know how to, they, we don't know how to talk to somebody that's made so lost. We were uncomfortable. So he now has a ministry to teach people, how do you talk to somebody that's lost? What do you do? How do you act? He has a huge ministry of, of teaching that. And his Facebook group, I'm always, you know, because we published and it's been, I don't know, probably eight years ago that we published this book. His, act, his Facebook group and his reach, because he's always teaching, he's going to churches and teaching, he's going into prisons and teaching, he has ministry on some of the reservations, he's done incredible things with that, but his Facebook group is popping because people are, you know, just don't know what to do, how to help somebody that's experienced loss. So, you know, the reach through the pages of his book and then taking that book and not just using the book only, but using the other opportunities to get exposure. His book is selling incredibly well, still eight years later. Of course it would. You know, and, and it's just amazing. And every one of my authors are the same way. One of my authors, her name is Shauna Marie McDonald, um, talking about the C word, you know, the cancer. Mm -hmm. And she lost her husband to cancer. And she talks about the journey and, and the mindset around people that have cancer and, and how sometimes a change in their mindset can help them heal or at least experience what they're going through in a whole different way, whether they heal or not. They're able to, to you know, just probably more gracefully come through what they're coming through by a mindset change. And, and but the, oh my goodness, the, the authors that I work with and the stories they tell, the leading by example, the, the, what they bring to the world is truly, truly amazing. And even my, my kids' books that I'm publishing right now, one's Mystic and Boys and Go to the Dentist. And it is a fun little story about taking care of teeth. You know, for kids taking care of teeth. I love Which, it. It's a, it's, you know, they're on this big adventure. It's a dinosaur and a little girl and they're getting their teeth brushed and, you know, they're talking about eating all, you know, sweets and stuff. But it's still, her husband's a dentist and she's selling it like crazy from the dentist. Um, well, of course she would be. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so I just mentioned this because it shows the full range of, of, Thing, ways that we can serve our world and make a difference. Right, because that's a wide array from yeah. cancer to mourning to building relationships to brushing our teeth and God knows everything else in between, right? Mm -hmm. So 
the the ways we can impact other people's lives is endless so if somebody has a story out there in them or a message to share don't wait i'll say it becky would say that but i'm going to beat her to the punch (laughs) don't wait don't wait at all get started on that right start jotting down some of your ideas right absolutely you know it's so important because there's i call it the four pillars of storytelling and there's advocacy Oh, I, I'm so glad you said this because I wanted to talk and, and have you share about your four pillars. So can you tell us? Yes, the, the first one is advocacy. And by that, I mean that when we stand up and share our story, now and, and, I, and I will revert back to telling a story about myself. I grew up in a family of incredible abuse and went into adulthood with no barometer of what really good and wholesome was as far as family life. And it chose really wrong for a long time. My father abused so bad in every aspect from mentally, spiritually, sexually, you name it. That's what, that's what I knew. Mm-hmm. And that's what I attracted in my young adulthood when I was starting wanting to have a family and start my own life is I, my first marriage was just, exactly the same type of man Mm. and yet my heart was good inside my heart knew there was something different and I kept searching and I found a different way took a lot of work took a lot of study but it took a long time of the process that I went through to to really come to grips with who I am and and then I wrote my book the woman I love I had to come to love me first before I could really truly be loved by anybody else correct and so i don't hold a corner on the market on that as far as the pain i went through because it's very prevalent in our society but what happened when i published that book is that men and women alike reached out to me because in the process of publishing i did the marketing which included a facebook page and a facebook group and all the other things and people were reaching out to me thank you for the courage stand up and tell your story. You inspired me. One man said, you helped me to understand my mother who I've never been able to understand. Mm. And then from there, um, we did two books called We Choose to Thrive. And there were 50 women in those two books that stood in for the many of them for the very first time, shared their stories in one chapter of the book. Nice. And I have been blessed to watch these same women go on to rise above their situations because of having the courage to stand up and speak up and share their stories to now where they're coaching others to, to do the same. They're, they're, they've gone on to do amazing things as a result of sharing their stories because the storytelling is what awakens in others. So in a sense, we become advocates. We become advocates for standing in our truth, standing in light, standing for the courageousness to share our stories, standing to shed, shine the light for somebody else. Okay, so we're advocates. That's the first uh, pillar, right? Right. Of a story. So what's the second one, Becky? Truth teller. Pardon me? Truth teller. Oh, okay. So in becoming a truth teller, now that can be very intimidating 
initially. And I can say when I wrote my book that I cried my way through it initially. But, <laughs> but it, what it did was actually put so many things in perspective. But when we shine the truth on a subject matter that that many others experience too, but most keep totally zipped quiet. Mm-hmm. When we when they start to see that somebody's willing to tell the truth of how it affects them and what what truly happened, it changes it. It changes the power over you. It changes the, how it affects you and real it helps to spark the truth of where you are and and inspire you to make some changes as well. This is so fascinating. I just spoke with somebody who is, uh, what would I call her, Um, a national leader in helping people with relationships in a business setting, as well as personal, but think business. And we just had the conversation about the word truth and how there's truths that are capital T's and they're universal. And then there's individual truths. And she's like, oh, I like that. I think I need to make that distinction when I'm talking about truths. And I said, it may help people because once we hear that, we go, oh, yes, I know that. But we don't commonly think of truth that way. So, So I love this because truth tellers, that's an individual thing. It is. And, I, and of course, it goes back to your advocacy. So I make, I'm understanding what you're saying. So what's the third one? It's the way shower, or it's unifier. No, the fourth one is way shower. Unifier is that when we stand and look at all the, those that are, have gone before us, those who are out sharing their message with the world right now, it unites people to find to con- maybe even come together for a united good to sh- to also share their stories and to bring to light what is truly happening in our in in their world whatever the subject matter and we have a lot of subject matters right now but it un- <laughs> but it unites people to a common goal and a common good to sh- to and inspire in a way that it um it also invites us to the right kind of maybe other thought leaders that are in the same teaching the same things we are, but together you can teach it much more effectively. And also it's a uniting of the voices that, that come together, even for the subject matter of, of storytelling. It mm-hmm. unites people for, to realize, you know, as we come together and share our stories, it's a uniting of the stories that come together that make the difference in the world because maybe somebody needs to hear it from a different source, a different manner, a different light. Right. It's a different perspective. And that's what I tell people. So who cares how many other people have a message on your topic? You have your own group of people that want to hear your message, your way, the way you deliver it. Mm-hmm. because we're not, you know, one person isn't going to cover all of our different flavors. Oh, and and the, the same goes too, as far as Unifier is, how many podcasts have you been invited to? How many podcasts have I been invited to? By people talking about the very same things that we are talking about, but we're able to share a little different light. 
exactly. um, on the same subject matter. And that very little tidbit of what we're able to bring to the table unites the voices in such a powerful way and maybe touches a heart in a way that they really needed to be needed it needed to hear it okay so that's really beautiful and i i want to say so much about that but i think it's the segue to the fourth pillar isn't it right yes it is okay so the fourth pillar is way shower we show the way and we can bring our sacred gifts to the world, our treasured gifts that the world is waiting to experience. By, we, by using our stories as teachers, as teaching moments, and also realizing that woven into the, to that whole scenario is the, the, less, the life lessons that we've had to live and also the forgiveness that we've mm -hmm. had to learn to, to learn not just not, not not as much for the other person or the other situation but for ourselves and it, it's kind of like that um, if there's a scale of consciousness that that was written by a very popular writer who I cannot remember at the moment but the name but but shame guilt and fear mm are at a very low frequency. And as we rise above the shame, guilt, and fear to acceptance, to forgiveness and love, it keeps going higher and higher. And what happens is it reverberates out to our neighborhoods, to our, our vibrational frequencies as individuals does that. But it shows the way for others too, because it is felt, it is, we, our world's a vibrational frequency. That's just all there is to it. And have you ever walked into a public place, say a grocery store, and somebody walk by you and you get the goosebumps about like a mile high? <laughs> For no reason, no, no words were exchanged, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's a frequency, there's a vibrational frequency that's Correct. out there. Yep, people call and it the vibe. The vibe, yep. And the same is true with being a way shower. When we have that vibe of we've learned the love, the, the acceptance, the, the courageousness, our vibrational frequencies are attracting a different kind of people. And it's also going to attract those that want to reach for that. So that's how we become the way shower. By having, by moving forward and, and sharing amazing stories. It's like if you, you watch a, a ripple of on the water. So maybe you threw a stone, a small ripple at first, and then it keeps going, causes a bigger ripple, a bigger ripple. And that's what your kindness, your, your words, your stories have a way of doing. It causes a ripple effect. Right. On, on humanity. Yes, it does. Effect. Okay. So, so that's kind of the why I'm passionate. I mean, it's just a whole huge bunch of all of this that's that kind of goes together and they kind of synchronize between each other, those four pillars, but they're uniquely different within themselves. And at the same time, um, they connect. They do connect. So um, before I ask you one question, 
because I, I we need to be mindful of everybody's time. And I have one question for each one of those pillars, okay? okay. Um, I, I want to thank you first for being so vulnerable and candid with your personal story with our listeners. And I'm sure right now some of our listeners are going, oh, I had some of those experiences. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? You're not alone. That's the biggest thing. Right. So, so stories via books uh, have, well, and we could say in the digital world as well, but right now we're talking about books, has great impact because there's that, that conversation and it's very intimate, right? Okay, and um, thank you for that. You know, I've learned from people, other people that are so willing to share their stories and they're raw and vulnerable. But if we can them, if we make them generic, if we don't go to the depth of what the true, what truly happened, we can't connect. We can't show the way. We can't be advocates. We can't do those things because we're hiding the real truth of the matter. And what people need today is to be able to, they don't want the polished and the can't look at, just, just as a silly little example, today because of COVID, we're seeing our newscasters actually their kids are popping into the camera because they're, <laughs> they're broadcasting from home. But what does that do? It shows that we're all human. Mm -hmm. It shows that, you know, we all have the same things that we're all dealing with. It, maybe in different ways, maybe deeper issues, maybe other things, but, but we are human beings first and foremost. And if we can tap into the experience of others and how they rose not number one is realizing for the first time maybe that we are not alone that we're we don't have a corner on the market that there are many others that have experienced things it's what we do with them and it's that's why i feel such a responsibility to stand up and share our stories beautiful beautiful well i agree with you because um one of our other co-authors susan white she says life is messy it is and she would know she's a therapist <laughs> so, so she deals with messy all day long but what we're seeing now is we all have messy mm -hmm. it just exactly. it just plays out a little differently and, and the messy is being a human right so I I actually find that very refreshing that that's one of the things that has come out of COVID is the guard is down and yeah. it's just like okay here we are and and there's there's a much more relaxed approach to um, being human. I think that a lot of us had to go deep and think about where we are because I think our world was going way too fast. <laughs> yes. I think this has caused a lot of time for, you know, how many families have ever spent this much time together? Well, since the 70s, probably not many. Right. And right. when you look at that, that's 50 years. That's a couple generations. So, so, it, it, so it is we are, fascinating. We are so blessed. So yes. very blessed. You know, there's, if we, if we can look above 
the enormous issues that our whole world is facing and internalize it in a different way, we can see many bright, good things that are coming from this as well. And I see the humanness and the, the you know, I say, I, I kind of chuckle, I say, oh, in a few months, we're going to have a whole lot of babies. <laughs> Either that or a lot of divorces, you know, people that have never spent any real time together. But there also is going to be a lot of people finding a whole new way of life and connecting with each other. And that's Amen. what's so <laughs> Okay, so Becky, um, I know our time is getting a little tight here, but could, could we go through these four pillars and could you tell us a sentence or two about each one just a little more if i ask you a question i could could we so it's sort of like rapid fire right now okay <laughs> like a boom. okay that's okay good. yeah let's play with that performance pillar number one is advocacy and you said explain why it's important i, I want to ask you to explain why it's important for us to be advocates for others in one or two sentences I feel like being advocates for others is championing the goodness of life. And it, it's, it's holding the light for others to um, be inspired, maybe to, to, be ch to make change, to inspire for a better way and reach for better things and make a difference in their own world. Okay, cool. And from what you said before, I'm sure that sort of wraps it up in a pretty mm -hmm. little bow about advocacy. Right. So let's go on to um, your pillar number two, truth teller. How does, tr how does the truth teller aspect carry the fiber of strength to the heart of the reader or the listener? Because that's where the change happens. It's always in the heart. It's always in the heart. And the question I ask often is, how can you break free from the resistance of telling your story? And in what ways can you bless others by sharing your stories? And, and I think in the telling of the truth of what we faced comes the vulnerability and the rawness that, that others need to hear. Just okay. the truth of the matter. And truth is many levels of truth. But sometimes when we sit down and we write our own stories or we start sharing our stories, we discover truths that we didn't know. <laughs> that is so accurate. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, I thought it was this way. Well, it wasn't that way. <laughs> it, it is. Um, and I have a funny about that, but for another time, okay? So I, <laughs> truth teller. One is our own truth, breaking through the resistance to get to our own truth. So that's a self-me thing. And mm -hmm. then, And then the other truth teller part is for others, right? Right. I like that. So it's a, it's a self and others. It's twofold. Yep. Exactly. So now pillar number three, the unifier. What role does being a unifier play in our ability to skillfully share our stories? I think it draws other courageous individuals to us that help us even to spread our message but also that unites people that really, you know, they, they're maybe out there for a cause and they may be kind of making some noise about what they, what they believe in, but they didn't know that there's anybody else out there doing it. Mm. And so it's, it's kind of goes in the fiber of not being alone, but at the same time, the power of uniting 
in, in a sense of getting a common message out. I'm with you on that. We all don't have to do it alone, right? No, that's right. It's that uniting factor that is super powerful. Okay. Now, the last question I have is for the fourth pillar, which is way shower. Becoming a way shower involves becoming what in our world today? What do we become when we're a way shower? I like to call it being a leader. But I think it's deeper than that. It kind of combines all the other things into showing the way for others to rise above. And then it, it has a ripple effect of, of the, like the water, that, the example of the throwing a stone into the water with the ripples that take place. But the special strength that comes to us by showing, help, helping others to see a different way a different way of a different perspective is pretty amazing, but it also, it also uncovers our own special strengths. The more we stand up, the more we learn about ourselves. So it's twofold. That's another one that's twofold. It is. Yeah, it is. I appreciate that. Oh my gosh, this was so cool. <laughs> and it, it seems pretty obvious the way you share it. So thank you for taking the time to be with it and break it down so we could be with you because this is all about impact, right? Yes, it is. And I had a course that I did on becoming an impactful influencer, but I think this takes this part of this takes it even deeper is, is kind of the, why do we want to do that? And what role can our, our using a book, to get our message out to the world, what role can all of this play? But when you boil it down to that, no matter what kind of book you're writing, you must weave story into the book and help people come to, to the realization of why you're such a good leader, such an expert in that area. What mm -hmm. got you there? What brought you to the point that you can lead in such a way? And that's where it starts to make a difference in the ripple effect in our world. Absolutely beautiful. Becky, I know we could talk forever, but guess what? <laughs> it's time already. <laughs> yeah, we have to move on, but we're going to tell our listeners how they can engage with you more, right? Right. Okay, so listeners, this is how you can learn more and engage with number one best-selling author and international number one international. author, <laughs> Becky Norwood. Start by reading chapter five in volume two of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. Again, volume two, emerald green cover. And Becky has a really cool gift at the end of her chapter for everyone who wants to know more about spotlighting themselves as an undeniable expert in their industry. So uh, you can go ahead and get that. And we'll also have the link for that in the show notes. Okay. But you also have another way that people can travel down this part of the conversation a little more. Becky, do you want to share with us what that is? I have a free guide that I, I put together <clears throat> and it discusses the four pillars of a story well told. And it guides to the understanding of how what kind of impact we can make when we understand those four pillars, 
and how to bring our stories away that in a way that will transform hearts. And you can get that by going to spotlightpublishing.pro forward slash four dash pillars. Okay. All right. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. Okay. So thank you. And I, I guess I need to go download that because that's a newer thing for you that I haven't yes. even, uh, uh, checked out yet. So thanks for sharing that with me. And all actually of I'm, I'm, I'm incorporating, um, part of the later up, um, it's, it's still in, in the works is a course that actually where I go much, much, much deeper and into what that is. Oh, well, of course you would. That would only make sense with what yeah, you so do. It just hasn't gotten oh. done yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's cool. Well, at least we'll be able to get like the foundational part of it going, right? right. A little right. sampling and get us moving until you finish developing that. Sweet. Okay, so now um, there's something that's going on that's really cool. Right now you can see everything about the book and how to get a hold of it as well as Becky by going to the books app. It's a free app, download it. It's titled Brilliant Biz Book. So go to your app store, type in Brilliant Biz Book. And what you're going to do is uh, download that. And once you open it up, you're going to see all sorts of really cool things. One is we have all our podcasts there. So uh, we're a one-stop shop for you. But the other thing is we have a really cool feature called Ask an Expert. And if you click on that and you scroll down to Becky's name, you can click on it and type her any question that you have for her and she's going to reach out to you and give you an answer. That's cool. I know, I love it. <laughs> it's like That's on demand. Cool. <laughs> How often do you get to get a hold of experts on demand, right? Right. So, so if they go to my website on spotlightpublishing.pro, they can request a, um, a free consultation. If they have something that's just brewing in their minds that they want to talk about, or maybe they've already got a book started, they can go there and, and book a free consultation. So great. Now they have a couple different ways to get a hold of you. Yep. Beautiful. All right. And the last thing I want to mention is this is not Becky's first episode with us on this particular podcast. So I'd like to share with you her other episodes because I think if you liked what she shared here and you go sign up for her um, Four Pillars guide, you will definitely want to go back and listen to her other episodes because then you'll get a real flavor of who she is and what she's up to and it'll spark some ideas for you in your journey of authoring. So those episodes are 58 71, 78, 81, 90, and 98. I'll say them one more time, but they'll be in the show notes as well. 58, 71, 78, 81, 90, and 98. Now that we have that all accomplished, all I want to do is say thank you for your time today and your wisdom sharing, Becky. You are a rock star at helping people truly get their message out. Uh, and you are in amazing ways too. I'm just, I'm thrilled, you know, that how we connected, you know, we met at an event and who would have thought that a couple of years later, we've been doing all the things that we're doing together and, and the friendship that has evolved from this too. 
pretty pretty amazing it is we're quite blessed and the funny thing hey let's give everybody an interview tip um for when they're at a networking event or any event and they meet somebody becky and i hung out for two and a half days with each other before we even shared what we do and we created this really beautiful friendship without having a clue what our professional worlds are. And lo and behold, they were connecting. So <laughs> talk about authentic relationship building. Yep. And it's been a friendship from the very beginning, which has been incredible. <laughs> it has been. It yeah. is. You're awesome. Thank you for your time today. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn all about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your business, your small business that is big in its impact. Shine brightly until next week.